Hey, this is Boran Dulos with the Creative Egg Podcast, where we discuss the God-given passion, pain, and purpose for the creative individual. Hello and welcome to the Creative Egg Podcast. I'm your host, Boren, and I'm a multi-instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, and composer, as well as a musical intercessor at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, Missouri. I have several music albums under varying artists and genres available wherever you stream music. And with this podcast, it's my desire to encourage and exhort artistic people to faithfully steward their God-given creative ache. Now today is going to be somewhat of a shorter episode than usual. Usually I record on Mondays and it just so happened that my birthday was on Monday and I had just enough things going on that I didn't record on Monday. So my schedule today is a little bit more packed, but I believe that this episode will encourage and inspire you to create regardless of if you see the results that you thought you would see when you would see them. But before we get into this episode, I want to remind you that last Friday, I released a special episode. It was the first in a series titled Behind the Song, and it's about my upcoming instrumental acoustic album titled Graceful Guitar. Last Friday, I gave you a sneak peek at one of the songs on the album. I let you hear the audio as well as gave you a description of kind of my creative process and kind of the reason and methods behind creating this particular song. And I wanted to let you know that this Friday I'll be releasing another episode where we'll take a look at a different song from the upcoming album. Graceful Guitar will be out on March 31st on whatever streaming platforms you normally use. And it's going to be an album that I think will help you find peace and relaxation as well as a meditative guide to thinking on the things of eternity, particularly when God will dwell with mankind in the next age. So keep an eye out for that episode this Friday, and if you didn't hear the last one, and if you didn't hear last Friday's episode, it's available for you on this podcast. And one more time, the album is called Graceful Guitar, and I'll be releasing it under the artist A Journey in Rest. Okay, so as I mentioned... My birthday was this past Monday, and actually my wife had a whole day planned for me on Saturday to celebrate it. And the way that she capped off this day of celebration was surprising me by taking me to see a symphony here in Kansas City. She hadn't told me what it was. In fact, she had me cover my eyes as we drove there and when we parked the car she told me I had to get out and basically run because we were a couple minutes away from it starting and she said we're seeing a symphony and what was great about it is I had no idea first of all that we were going to see a symphony and secondly I didn't know anything about it but my wife she's just not really a fan of classical music it's just not her style but she knows that I really enjoy it So she told me that it was a symphony, but she really didn't know which one. So as we're going in, I'm hoping I know it, first of all, but I know that even if I don't, I'm going to enjoy it. And then as I grab the pamphlet, I look and I see that 
it's Beethoven, who is my favorite classical composer. And not only that, but it just so happens that it's his seventh symphony, which contains my favorite piece of music of all time. It's the second movement of his seventh symphony. And so it was not only a great surprise for me, but also a great surprise for her because she really had no idea that taking me to see this symphony was also taking me to see my favorite musical piece ever, and I had never seen it performed live before. Now, a little bit of background story about this piece and why it's my favorite is, as I've said before, I picked up a guitar for the first time when I was 12 years old. Prior to that, I really didn't have any knowledge or really concern for music. The only thing I really had a concern for was how everyone else around me seemed to have a favorite band or a favorite singer and could hear a song on the radio and tell me who was singing it, but I never could. But after I picked up that guitar for the first time, very quickly, classical music ended up being one of the things that filled my speakers on a regular basis. At first, it was just this sense of wonder and awe that people could actually write all these different pieces for instruments and put them together in a way that works in conjunction to produce creative and beautiful music. And during this sort of initial phase of wonder, I would turn on a radio station that would play classical music. And I would listen to this throughout the day and often I would actually have the radio playing at night while I'm asleep. And I remember a couple of times as a young teenager waking up to this piece of music that I had no idea who it was, but it just really stuck out to me. Like I would be in this sort of half-awake state, but totally experiencing this song. And I always seemed to miss the moment that the host would say what piece it was. But I knew when I'd heard it, oh, this is that piece again. And then one day, my grandmother gave me this big box of classical music cassette tapes and so I had tons of music to listen to and it turns out that one day I am putting in another classical cassette tape and I realize at some point during this symphony I'm listening to that oh this is that musical piece that I've been looking for and of course the cassette tape was Beethoven's seventh and the timestamp on the pamphlet was his second movement this piece in particular just captivated me and it really influenced how I saw and wrote music from that day forward. The piece itself starts really slow and quiet and the motif kind of dances between this sadness and joy and hopelessness and excitement. But it starts really slow and then builds and builds and it seems to almost endlessly build until it reaches this climactic point where you just have this motif playing full blast with all these chords forming underneath and counter melodies around it that really even at the top of it still felt like it had room to go which left me personally with this sensation of energetic longing. And things like that, amongst others, are things that I 
pulled from that piece as an inspiration in how to communicate emotion through music. And I began to use this as I wrote not only my own symphonic works, but also even in the rock music that I was writing at the time. In fact, the piece impacted me so much that when I was about 19, I had been working and saving thousands of dollars for a very expensive and elaborate tattoo that I was going to get of the sheet music of the motif of this movement tattooed wrapping around my torso. Now, I also kind of got cold feet at the time, thinking that I didn't know if I really would want it forever, so I bought a drum set instead, (laughs) which to me sounds like a pretty good investment. But that's how much that single piece of music affected and influenced me as a musical composer myself. So now fast forward to a few days ago. Uh, I'm sitting in this symphony and most of the people around me are more than twice my age. And I'm trying not to move and sway in the seats and especially... Uh, at the climax of the piece, I'm I'm literally just silently bawling. I'm crying and I'm trying to not make any noise. I'm just so glad to be hearing this song on my birthday. It was such a wonderful surprise. But the thing that was impacting me was the call of God on my life to create music. And I was really seeing the power of someone who was being bold and willing to just create the thing that they had on their heart, not knowing what kind of future it had. I assumed that Beethoven was not imagining that there would be people like myself 200 years later, literally trying not to weep and cry while listening to a interpretation of his piece. And not only that, but I myself am a musical composer. I'm a creator. And it was really hitting me while listening to this piece on Saturday how much it has impacted my own musical works. You see, I just told you that this has influenced the way I write, but I really didn't think of it that way. I actually never really consciously had that thought until this past weekend. And I started looking back and realizing that there's no other musical piece that I'm aware of that has weaved its way into influencing whatever the high percentile of my personal compositions that it has. And as far as we know, Beethoven wasn't even a believer. He just was functioning as he was created to in the human sense and without the impact of the Holy Spirit at least consciously. This second movement of Beethoven's Seventh Symphony was something that unlocked this willingness inside of me to go wherever the music needs to go. And I'm still learning how to actually do that, but it blows my mind that one of the most influential factors on giving me that permission and inspiring that creativity was from a single piece of music that was written more than 200 years ago by a man that was deaf at the time. So I know this sounds like a musical episode and 
I don't know how to do it otherwise. But what I'm really hoping to communicate to you is, one, I'm sure that you have a similar experience in your life where in whatever field of art that you do, you've had some piece of artwork so influence you that you felt that sense of freedom, that sense of inspiration to do what your heart longs to do and to push the limits of your creativity to accomplish it. And I'm also sure that the piece of art that inspired you to do that was not written by somebody who intended to do that to you specifically. Instead, they just did their piece of art. So my encouragement for you today and what I really want you to get from this episode is the understanding that we don't know the outcomes of our art. Even if we do get praise or criticism in return, that's still always going to be such a minute portion of the actual impact that our piece has. But what I do know and what I'm positive about is that if you will faithfully create the piece that you are inspired to and I'll say made to create, then you are going to have an effect on people that you never imagined. And not only are they going to be personally impacted, but their own form of art is going to be ignited, inspired, and set free by your willingness to do the thing you are supposed to do. Now, I'm no one near the influence of Beethoven, but I have had an effect on people around the earth. Again, I'm not saying many, but I've been written to from several different countries of people that hear my music and, of course, people locally that tell me tremendous ways that my music has impacted them. And a big part of that is actually an echo from Beethoven's Seventh Symphony and his second movement. Because he wrote it, I heard it, and it's the butterfly effect. So, again, what I most want for you to get in this episode is that sense of inspiration. To do the art, to do it faithfully, to do it freely, and to not be watching for the results that you expect to have, but to just do it. Create the thing that you were made to create and trust that God is going to line up the right people to see that piece of art, to hear that piece of music that will then be set free, encouraged, inspired, and turn and give their own form of art out of the energy they received from yours. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. I hope that it's been an encouragement to you. Again, I want to remind you that this Friday, we're having another Behind the Song episode where I'm going to let you hear a song and get to know some of my creative process on it from the upcoming album, Graceful Guitar. Also, another way that you can help me out tremendously as a music artist and also ensure that you will get to listen to this album the moment that it comes out is to click the link in the description of this podcast episode to pre-save Graceful Guitar on whatever streaming platform you normally use. That would help me out so much personally to help get momentum with this release 
and it will again help you make sure that you can hear it as it will automatically be added to your library on whatever streaming platform you use, be it Spotify or Apple or whatever. So thank you so much in advance for doing that. Again, that album comes out on March 31st, wherever you stream music, and it'll be under the artist A Journey in Rest. So until then, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week, and I will see you on the next episode of the Creative Ache Podcast.